This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Last week, Attorney General Loretta Lynch said that it is possible that the Justice Department and the city of Baltimore and their officials will have a consent decree in place to reform the city's police department over the next few weeks. Uh, She said that she was hopeful to have an announcement on the status of the consent decree negotiations between the police department and the city. And this is a quote from her. We're looking forward to getting a positive response from city officials on finalizing this consent decree and making sure that everyone in Baltimore has the constitutional policing that all citizens deserve. This follows the death of Freddie Gray uh, that resulted in riots in the city of Baltimore. I'm joined on the line today by Hans von Spakovsky. Hans, I I introduced you in the opening. Uh, People have a a little bit of your bio. Welcome to the program. Sheriff Clark, thanks for having me. Hans, here's where I want to start. Your experience or, or, or knowledge about the United States Department of Justice Civil Rights Division, their attitude, uh, their temperament, their their um, um, zeal, if you will, to go after police departments across the United States. Yeah, the Civil Rights Division has a particular section inside of it. It's called the Special Litigation Section, and they are the ones that are responsible for uh, policing police departments. What what they're doing is enforcing this federal statute that prohibits what's called a pattern in practice of unconstitutional behavior. The, here's the problem: the, the the people who work in that, the lawyers who work there, they were all hired from uh, liberal, progressive advocacy organizations like the NAACP, the ACLU, uh, prisoners' rights organizations. Um, There's one woman in there who, before she came to the Civil Rights Division, was working trying to get one of the terrorists in Guantanamo Bay uh, released. And and not only do they not have any experience in law enforcement, uh, they have a real hostility to law enforcement. one of the folks that we know who heads that section uh, has expressed his hatred for American law enforcement. And so you've got people coming in supposedly uh, to see how law enforcement uh, uh, and police departments are performing who who hate the police. And they go far beyond what they're supposed to do. They often uh, come to conclusions that aren't supported by the evidence. It, it's really one of the worst worst offices inside the Justice Department. You know, it's interesting because yesterday on this program I talked about Debo Adegbele, who uh, Barack Obama uh, last week, the end of last week, gave a six-year appointment to the uh, U.S. DOJ Civil Rights Division. And I talked yesterday about the the attitude of Debo Adegbele. He's a black racialist. He's anti-police. He was turned down uh, by the United States Senate. He was not concerned. His confirmation was rejected in a bipartisan fashion uh, to become a federal judge. And then Barack Obama turned around and uh, tried to make them the head of the U.S. DOJ 
Civil Rights Division, and at the time there were several U.S. senators, including Pat Toomey, uh, among others, who said he was not a good fit. He didn't have the right temperament. He comes in with a bias. Uh, He's very anti-police. And so at the end now, Barack Obama continues to shove this guy down our throats with uh, this appointment, this six-year appointment that doesn't require Senate confirmation uh, to be a part of the U.S. DOJ. But you mentioned in a talk that you gave that I attended that these, uh, many of these, not all of them, many of these are career bureaucrat lawyers that if they weren't working in the uh, United States Department of Justice, Civil Rights Division as career bureaucrat lawyers, they'd be speaking, uh, uh, they'd be doing professor work at some liberal university. Why do you think that is, that, that the uh, U.S. DOJ is full of these uh, biased individuals? Well, they're self-replicating. Um, I, I know from my experience there that the managers of, of the different offices and sections, um, all of whom are very liberal career folks, um, they, they, frankly, they discriminate in their hiring in the, in the career positions. If you're a conservative, if you if you're somebody who believes in the Constitution, the rule of law, uh, you might as well forget applying to work uh, there because the managers make sure that only individuals who they consider to be very liberal will get hired. In fact, there was an Inspector General report uh, released three years ago. This is the Inspector General of the Justice Department. And he criticized uh, one of the other sections there, the voting section, for, uh, in its hiring practices, ignoring individuals who came in with really high uh, professional qualifications in favor of hiring almost all of their lawyers only from five liberal advocacy groups, including uh, the ACLU. So you can see how they basically slant the hiring process to make sure that only very liberal lawyers who agree uh, with them and who are hostile to the police uh, are the ones who are going to get hired. Why should these cities uh, fight and resist these consent decrees? Because uh, the department goes far beyond its authority under the law. Let me me give an example of what I mean. Um, The law they're enforcing says, says there has to be a pattern in practice of official misbehavior. In other words, look, you may occasionally get a policeman who goes too far, you know, uses excessive violence. Um, the fact that one police officer does that in a large um, police force of a city, that doesn't meet the, the requirements of the law. And the, only, uh, the only way it would meet the requirements of the law is if the city had an official policy of telling all of its officers to engage in that kind of excessive violence. It has to be a pattern and practice of it. Right. This department, this Justice Department, goes after police departments for what are considered these isolated incidents and tries to tie them up into saying, oh, well, the entire department engages in that kind of behavior, therefore we have to put in all these standards for the entire department. And then they go far beyond just correcting that problem. Instead, they try to impose their own ideas, their own standards of how law enforcement should behave, including, by the way, putting in, and this is something they did in the Ferguson, uh, city of Ferguson, they put all kinds of social engineering into their uh, thing. In the Ferguson case, uh, the consent decree has basically a quota hiring in it for everything from 
uh, racial and gender characteristics to their sexual identity and 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 things like that. I mean, it's just crazy what some of these towns unfortunately agree to to do with the Justice Department. You know, these things are onerous. These things are expensive. And yes. in many of the cities that are under these consent decrees, what we have found is that they've led to an increase in crime. I was talking to a um, Oakland PD, Oakland Police Department, Oakland, California, uh, several weeks ago, and he was saying to me, Sheriff, he says, I can't do police work anymore. Every time I make a traffic stop, uh, I have to spend time filling out forms. I have to collect data right. for the United States Department right. of Justice. And, and so it, it prevents me from going back into service to serve people. Hans, I'm coming up on a break. Uh, I have to let you go, but I want to thank you for joining me. And if I get the chance, uh, we'll continue this conversation. Thanks very much. Thank Thanks for having me. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 